Welcome back to another episode of It's Not Me, It's You. I'm your host, Erin, and I recently got flashed in the car rider line. You've heard me talk about car rider line before. It is one of my least favorite duties to perform at work, and I actually got my principal to agree that the last nine weeks I don't have to do it because I'm literally standing in the scorching sun and I will have already taught outside in the scorching sun all day. But anyway, last week in Car Rider Line on Friday, I walked down the line, the parents hang their student's number on their rearview mirror, I call the number, I move on. Some parents wave at me, some ignore me, some give me dirty looks, you know, it comes with the territory. Well, every now and then, one of the parents' numbers are covered up by something. Maybe the lay that they have hanging in their rearview mirror, maybe it's a mask. This time, it was about 15 air fresheners. Now, your car must be stank if you have 15 air fresheners. But anyway, it was covering up the number and I could not read it. Now, usually I go up to the window, I'll knock on the window, I'll point to the thing, and they move it. Well, I go to the window, and nobody's in the front seat. And I'm like, this car is abandoned. Like, we're just sitting here without anything. So I go to peek into the back seat. Well, here this mother is in the back seat with her boob in, well, her nipple, in her child's mouth, and the child's in the car seat. She's, like, literally sitting in the middle seat and just hasn't moved over to the side. And I was like, oh, goodness. Now, let me say I'm all for breastfeeding. I was a breastfed baby. I plan on breastfeeding my children one day. But there is something about seeing a stranger, especially the mother of one of the children that I teach, with her full right boob exposed. And I still couldn't see the number, so I was like, I can't see your number. And I pointed to the front. Well, she smacks her lips and rolls her eyes and whips her titty out of that kid's mouth, full nipple and all, crawls to the front seat with her titty hanging out of her shirt, and it's just flopping all over the place and rips down the tag with the number on it and slams it up against the window. Like, ma'am, I am sorry that your tag was covered up, but that was not my fault, and I am just here to do my job. But anyway, just a continuation of the many car rider duty tales that I have to tell. (laughs) Switching gears now, I cannot believe that this is episode nine. We've almost recorded 10, well, by we, well, I have had guests. We've almost recorded 10 episodes for It's Not Me, It's You. How awesome. I don't know if I should end season one with 10 episodes, take a break for a little while, get some more content, And then start a season two. Um, I am planning on having some more guests on. I may do that to finish up the semester of college work. And then I'm still not on the dating apps because of Lent. So after Easter, I will be rolling back into the apps. Everybody will be giving me a round of applause to get some more content here. I was hoping, well, I kind of did. So I had two dates set up before I deleted the apps for Lent on that Ash Wednesday. And my story today is actually one of those that was a complete fail. Like, I've gotten so bad at dating that this time I didn't even make it to the date. 
But I had another, it wasn't even really, I guess we didn't set up a date, but he was out of town. He was coming back in like two weeks. He was going to be here last week, I think. And before I deleted the app, he was like, just want to hang out, get coffee. Like he's new to town. He was just trying to get to know people, yada, yada, yada. So I gave him my number and he was out of state. So we texted like maybe back and forth 10 times. And then he was like, I'll let you know when I'm back in town. Well, he also didn't let me know when he was back in town. So that one was a fail. I had my coworker say that she was going to give my number to somebody that she knows also like in the athletic job field. And I was like, okay, really I'm up for whatever right now. Don't, not on the apps, meet someone organically. And I don't, I don't think she ever gave me my number or either she did. And he was like, nah, fam, no thanks. But, oh, well, right now, I guess I'm just meant to be single, but I am living the life. Also, somebody was like, how do you feel living by yourself because everybody around here has roommates if they're single and being single. And I've lived by myself since college. I had to live by myself in Sunset Beach. I didn't know anybody there and nobody was there around my age, obviously, like I've stated before. But when I moved to Charleston, there were plenty of people my age. I'm sure I could have found a roommate. I really didn't want to because I enjoy living by myself and having my own space. And I love myself. Like, I'm freaking hilarious. I crack myself up all of the time. I am my best company, which I think is why I'm so comfortable being single. I don't feel the need to rely on anyone because I haven't for the past five years since I've been out of college and had roommates then. And I literally think to myself often during the week, multiple times, like, I'm freaking hilarious. I also think like, Yeah, I'm a catch. Somebody would be very lucky to have me, but that'll happen one day when it's supposed to happen. But like, I love myself and I love living with myself and I'm a-okay with it. I don't need anybody else there with me. Now, yes, companionship is great. I love having friends and doing stuff with them, but I also like coming back to my own space. Gone on a little tangent there about some self-love, but let's get into today's dating fail story. So we are going to call this guy tall boy. And really the only tall boy, I've never been let down by any tall boy except for a four loco. And I did say a as in singular because never again. That is some pre-21 debauchery that will, I will never hurt my body with again. But anyway, we're going to call this guy tall boy because he is actually six foot nine inches. And so let's rewind a little bit more. When I first moved to Charleston, like back in August, I'm pretty sure I matched with him like at the beginning of my move here. And I said something about his height. Now he is six foot nine inches and I could have made a 69 joke. I'm sure he gets those all the time. Actually, I don't know if like girls would joke like that but I'm sure a guy would. But anyway, um, I didn't do that. I just, I made some funny remark about his height. And he actually looks to be, from his pictures, six foot nine inches. He is towering over everybody in all of his pictures, unless all of his friends happen to be, like, teeny tiny. But anyway, we matched um, 
when I first moved here, and then I don't think it went, like, we went back and forth a couple of times, and it never went anywhere. I think I ended up stop. I stopped replying. So, we matched again the weekend before Ash Wednesday, so not long ago, and we matched, we talked, I think he was the one that messaged first this time. We talked back and forth a couple times, and then he, like, immediately asked me for my number, and I was like, okay, I love a guy that's straight to the point. I gave him my number. We started texting. Um, We texted for two or three days. Ash Wednesday rolled around. I did delete the dating apps for Lent. We continued texting. We had probably texted maybe two, three days, and he asked me on a date. He asked if I wanted to meet up somewhere, and again, right away, we love somebody that doesn't beat around the bush, doesn't have small talk forever and ever, and so I agreed, and we set the date for that Saturday a couple of days later. Now, when we were deciding on the date, I am almost 100% sure, but I can't confirm this because I deleted the apps, that his location on the apps said Charleston, and I matched because that was near here, but we started talking, and he was like, oh, well, I live in Hilton Head, which is two hours away from here, and so on Hinge, you can set your location wherever you want it to be, and it'll be there, like on Bumble, wherever you travel to, your location changes to that, on Hinge, it stays the same. So I really think that this guy had his location set to Charleston, but he lives in Hilton Head. And he asked me if I wanted to drive to Hilton Head. And I'm like, I'm not driving two hours. I don't know this guy. I am not going to take up my entire Saturday coming to see you. I might not even like you. And I didn't say that to him, obviously. I compromised and I said, is there a place that we could meet in the middle? I was like, eh, two hours is kind of far. Well, unfortunately, there's nowhere in between Charleston and Hilton Head, but then he agreed that he would come here. He's like, you know what? I'll just drive there. I have to work on Saturday, but I get off at 12 and I make my way there. I was feeling kind of iffy about this guy too at first. Really, I was just intrigued by his tallness. I googled um, how tall a normal door frame is and it's about six foot seven inches which is what google told me so if he's six foot nine inches then he literally has to duck to go under every single door i was interested to see if he could fit in a booth at a restaurant or like are his legs too long and his knees would lift the table up i wanted to see what kind of vehicle he drove like is he one of those giant people that drives really tiny cars or does he have a massive truck who knows I was intrigued by this. I wanted to see this creature in real life. But again, I was kind of like, eh, don't know if I'm really feeling him. He didn't really seem like my type. But whatever, a date won't hurt. A free meal won't hurt. Now, I said that we set the date for Saturday. And he was like, where do you want to meet? And I was like, well, my Google is as good as your Google. I haven't been to a lot of places around here. So I'll just let you Google and pick something. And I'm sure I'll like it. Well, he changed the subject from that for some reason, and he never picked a place, but we did pick a time. We said 4 o'clock because he gets off at 12. He would have time to go home, get ready, and then drive here because it, again, is two hours away. So we are settled Saturday, 4 o'clock. We continue texting throughout the rest of the week. Saturday rolls around. 
He said he had to get up for work. He texted me Saturday morning at 6.30 a.m. I obviously was still asleep and did not reply, but he texted me good morning when I woke up. I said good morning. He's like, hope you had fun with your friends last night because I told him I was going out with the girls. And we talked. We had a normal conversation all morning long. Of course, it took him a little bit to reply in between because he was at work, but he was probably replying better than I was. Sometimes I wait way too long in between text messages. That is a fault of mine. But anyway, we talked all morning. 12 o'clock rolls around. That's what time he's supposed to be getting off of work. And crickets start chirping. I hear nothing from him. I was the last one that sent the message. I'm like, you know what? He's just gone home. He's gotten off work. He's getting ready. And then he's going to come here. One o'clock rolls around. Still haven't heard anything from him. Two o'clock rolls around, which is the time that he would have to leave to make it here by four, which is the time that we had set. By the way, I still hadn't told him a place, but I was waiting for him to tell me, hey, I'm leaving. And then I had a place in mind and I was going to tell him to meet me at that place because, I mean, he had two hours in between. Plenty of notice for where we were going to go. But anyway, so it's now two o'clock. Still haven't heard anything. Three o'clock rolls around. By now, I'm freaking out. I'm texting all my girls. He is in all the group chats. I'm like, y'all, I'm being stood up. What do I do? I'm being ghosted in the past three hours. Like, I literally have had a normal conversation with him all week, all morning long, and now I hear absolutely nothing. I even told my mom. He works in the golf profession, and my mom's like, maybe he got hit in the temple with a golf ball, and he's in the hospital. And then I had, like, two friends say that maybe he got in a wreck on the way here. And I was like, well, I felt like he would have told me that he was leaving for that reason and just common courtesy too. And of course, all my girls were hyping me up. And then some of them were like, well, look, if it doesn't happen, we have other plans for you tonight. They have my back. They're like, we'll go do something together. And four o'clock rolls around, which is the time that we were supposed to go on the date. By the way, I got ready at two because girls just get ready way early. So I'm like chilling. My makeup looks great. I got on a cute outfit, like I'm ready to go. I'm wearing my Gucci boots. I'm feeling myself ready to go. Four o'clock rolls around. Nothing. This is when we are supposed to be meeting. And Marilyn, who was on the last episode, texts me and she's like, have you heard anything from this guy? And I texted her back, no. And immediately, she texted me at 410, at 411. As soon as I sent no to Marilyn, I get a text from Tallboy. Tallboy replies with, Sorry, work got really busy. I'm trying to get out of here. Well, he was supposed to get off at 12. It's four hours later. So I'm not sure if they'd keep you at work four hours after the fact. And But it did sound, when he said, I'm trying to get out of here, it sounded to me like he was still going to try to come. And I was like, no way. He has to drive two hours. And if he's been at work for four hours past the time he was supposed to be, I'm not going to make him drive this far. So I just replied with, no need for you to come. We can reschedule. I said, I have plans tonight anyway. Well, I never got anything back from this boy. I went out with the girls that night. No text all night. No text the entire next day. No text the entire next week. It has now been two weeks since. And I never heard a word from Tallboy. Like, how inconsiderate. So, I have a couple of theories on what happened. So either he found out about this podcast and he was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get this girl good. I'm going to give her some more content and this is it. And he did that. And if he did, thank you. 
I also think like maybe he had recently gotten out of a relationship and tried to jump back into the dating world really quickly and homegirl like popped up back in his life on Saturday and he was like, oop, got to get rid of this girl that I had a date with today. So I'm just going to basically ghost her. But I don't really know, dog. All I know is that everything in me wanted to send him another message a few days later just to be like, what the heck, man? But I restrained from doing that. I really wanted to. I wanted to call him out. Love making a guy squirm. But I did not. So, tall boy, if you're out there listening because my first theory is correct, you owe me dinner. I'd also like to ask you a few questions about your height if you don't mind. Oh, but also let me tell you that I don't think this guy has social media. So I deleted the apps and I only remembered his first name. I don't even know if he had his last name on there. And I didn't like have a picture of him when I was out with the girls. They were like, oh, show me a picture when I told them I was going on a date the next day. But because I am a freaking FBI agent as my side hustle... I was able, because I knew where he lived, what his job was, and his first name, I was able to find one picture of him where he accepted this job on Facebook, but I don't think he has social media or anything like that. Weird flex, but okay. This week's Florida Boys comes from another post-traumatic stress situation from growing up with two brothers and having to share a bathroom. With two brothers. Now, I think I said this before. My dad actually, so my mom grew up in the house that we lived in all our lives and it was tiny. So my dad added on so much and he designed our kids' bathroom so that there are two sinks in one area. So the boys shared a sink and I got my own, obviously. And then there's another door that closes to where like the toilet and the shower is. So I can go in and brush my teeth if my brother's in the shower. I didn't like have to wait for that. So very smart in design. But Nevertheless, we still had to share the same area. Also, they always put their freaking towels on my hook, and that made me so mad. Like, you know which hook was mine. But anyway, the my biggest pet peeve, and then when I was dating someone, I found out that he did that too, and I was like, is this an every guy thing? My biggest pet peeve is that I would walk into the bathroom to use the bathroom with socks on, and then boom, I've stepped in a puddle of water because my brothers had gotten out of the shower. They don't even bother to like dab their body with a towel. They just get out in their full soaking wet glory and smack their feet on the ground, creating a pond in the bathroom. So then I have wet socks. I have to change my socks and it just makes me uncomfortable. Also, our little rug that was outside of the bathroom, we had to change that out like every month because it could not handle the amount of water it was having to absorb. Like, and I made points about this. My mom told me that I just had to get over it and she continued to buy the rugs. And I was like, no, if I have boys one day, they're going to learn to dry their feet. But boys, let's just dry our feet. When uh, the last relationship that I was in, he did the same thing. Never dried the feet, just plopped them out, full puddle. Let's just dry off our feet. Like, I don't know if that's being lazy, like you don't want to bend down and dry off your feet. In college, one of my sweet mates, she actually couldn't bend over because of her physique to reach her feet, and her feet always smelled, y'all. 
But like I know that my brothers are fully capable of reaching their feet to not only wash them, but dry them off after they are finished in the shower. So that way you don't create a tsunami that I have to walk into and you don't make your mother or your significant other, whoever's rug you are ruining by saturating it every single time you take a shower, dry off your feet, boys. Dry them off. And for our Bad Bumble Bio BBB Triple B segment, I don't have a bio because I'm still off the apps. I like to actually get them from things that I see instead of just scouring the internet for them. But I do have something absolutely hilarious and genius all in one that I saw on TikTok this week. And I was hoping that Tallboy was going to text me back finally after I sent the last thing to reschedule so I could say this, but he never did. But anyway, so for this segment, we have what to send someone when they haven't texted you back in a week and a half. Them. Hey, you. First, you need to wait a whole day and then say, did you get hurt on your trip? And then they would say, what trip? You would say, when you fell off the face of the earth, are you hurt? (laughs) They would say something along the lines of, oh, LOL, sorry. No, I'm not hurt. And then you could just simply respond with, okay, good, because I'm about to take the same trip. Wish me luck. Boom, in their face. You'd probably get triple texted after that. And then you can ghost the ghoster. You're welcome. Congrats on your attention span. You made it to the end of another episode of It's Not Me, It's You. Remember, we're coming at you every two weeks. Who knows? Next week or in two weeks, our next episode, episode number 10, maybe we'll make it the season finale. Maybe we'll get some content in between now and then so we don't have to make it the season finale. I do have a couple stories left up my sleeve, but we will see. Don't forget to show me some love everywhere you can listen to this podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, the list goes on and on. The link to all of those are in my bio on at Aaron underscore Strick and the link to this podcast Instagram, which has some funny content every couple of weeks, is also linked there. I hope you have a marvelous day and I hope no tall boys ruin your weekend plans.